Bum bum bum. Hello, welcome, welcome to the podcast. I am Eddie Green. I am the Green Eddie. That was my uh, Twitter handle at one point, the Green Eddie. Not that you needed to know that because it's not that anymore. So go ahead, feel free, take it. Uh, but this is my podcast, and we're going to get right into my guest today. We're not going to get right into my guest today. That just sounds weird. It's very weird, especially considering who it is. I don't even know why I'm saying that right now. I'm not even going to cut it, though. Like, I'm not going to cut it. It's real. It's raw. It's weird, and uh, it's it's life, you know? That's life. I want to watch Joker now. Here, let's let's get into the sponsor, shall we? Before I say anything else that's just pushing the limit. Alrighty, we're back. Hello, welcome. So my guest is my niece. My niece. Yes, not 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 the first niece that was on the podcast, Kaylee Nevico. No, 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 no. This is the OG niece. Her name is Christy Charlebois. Not Charlie Boys. Charlebois. And uh, I love her to death. Uh, she has an inspiring story to the millionth degree. Uh, so that's what we kick it off with. And then we just get into shenanigans and family uh, bullshit. And, and it's just amazing stuff. It's, well, it's not bullshit, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Christy, I love you so much. Thank you for coming on. And uh, don't worry, you sounded great. Uh, so here we go. Let's, let, let's dive into this episode. Get ready. Get set. It is Christy Charlebois. Happy 11 year anniversary. Four? Aren't we friends on Facebook for 11 years? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. <laughs> what did you think I meant? I'm not sure. <laughs> so, everybody, this is Christy Charlebois. For, uh, for everyone who is unfamiliar, she is, uh, she's the niece. Who are you looking at? Mom. <gasps> Can I say hi? Hey, bud. What's up? I need I need to talk to you later, so call call your sister because I want you to do a podcast for me, or I want to do a podcast with you. I just don't know how to do them. Okay. Well, technically, right now you're on it. So. Hey. Hey. And <laughs> do a but, podcast later with my bro. Yes, I will call you. All right. Love you. I sounded like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh well. That's all right. So that's uh, that's well, no one can see. I got to get these things filmed because I do want to eventually upload these to <laughs> upload them. And Christy's like, no, please, dear God. But um, what's going on? I haven't seen you in a while. How's uh, how's uh, COVID treating you? Well, I work at CSL Plasma. I'm an employee there, which is a plasma center. So we all wear face shields. They all wear masks, and. We're kind of exposed there. We collect their blood. So yeah, because that's, that's what that we're pretty exposed there. That's what you went to. You went to college. Well, for something like this, you went to college for. Um, uh, you wanted to be a pharma, like like you wanted to be in the pharmaceutical industry, right? Yeah, yeah. That all kind of went downhill, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay. Obviously, I wanted to talk about this because I think, you know, your story is one of my, I mean, it's personal just because you're my niece, but it's also, I think, one of the like the coolest stories in terms of like how 
how you've been able to overcome in insurmountable odds to a lot of people. And did you want me to kick off the story or did you want to kick off the story? Because you know what well, I'm talking about. Remember a lot of how it happened. I kind of woke up and was like, oh, can't really do a lot. Don't yeah. know what's happening. So here, I'll I'll give the backstory because it's probably easier because it's you're the one that ha that had to go through it. So it's probably a little easier to just hear someone else tell the story. So from my point of view, I forget this was what this is 20. Is this 2015 or 16? 2015, November 5th. OK, 2015, three days after my birthday. Jeez. Um, but I'm working at at the time I'm working at Dunkin Donuts. And uh, my boss, Brian, I'll never forget this. He pulls me aside and he's like, hey, your mom just called and you have to you have to leave. And I can't tell you why you just have to leave. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, what do you mean I have to leave? Just t tell me what's going on. I mean, that's not that's not even the good way to like say it because it just makes it sound. I mean, it was really bad, but it made it sound a thousand times worse. It, like it made it sound like an asteroid was coming towards the world. <laughs> And you have to leave right now. Um, so okay, so I leave and I call mom, and she's like, "Hey, Christy was Christy was in a car accident, and it's not just a normal car accident. This was a this was a bad bad car accident." And she was crying, and you know, it it, it got me teary eyed because we we were we were unsure of what was going to happen because at that point you were in. Uh, the ICU. And for everyone listening, what happened was, from my point of view, correct me if I'm wrong, like, because this is your story. So, I, like, stop me at any point, but you were taking a friend to the airport, or you were supposed to be taking. I was going to pick him up. Yeah. Okay. You were going to pick him up. And yeah. on the way to the airport, you were in a, uh, what, like, a, was, like, how many lanes was it? It was, two going one way and two going the other way with a median in the middle but it was like a yellow median so there was no grass or anything yeah so it was just all lanes it was just you could like literally scrape the next lane going the other way if you had drifted just a little too far mm -hmm. and basically that's what you did but you didn't do it on purpose you had no. passed out you passed out at yeah. the wheel and you didn't just hit a car. You didn't just hit a truck. You hit a school bus. No. Out of like out of all the out of all the because well look I know we're you know we're kind of like yeah yeah like it's it's it, in hindsight it's easier to say the stuff but at, you know in the moment it was like oh my god she hit a a school bus head on and the entire part of your car is like from the photo that I remember, cause I like, I I've, I've tried to find this photo and I can't find it anymore, but the photo, like the front part of your car is literally smushed under the, the, the school bus. Right. Yeah. I I'll send you the photo. Like it was like after, but I'll send you the photo of the school bus in my car, like the back seat of my car. Or the, the trunk was the front seat. The trunk was the front seat. Yeah. Oh my God. And you don't remember any of this. What what's no. what's the last thing that you remember as you're driving? Um, I don't remember. I don't remember waking up to go get him. 
I don't remember the night before. I don't remember a few days before. Really? Yeah. I don't remember anything. And is this new? Because I, f- why do I feel like you at one point did remember? Um, I actually, because I look back at my, I was, I used, I had an iPad because you know I'm Team Galaxy over here. Yes. But I had an iPad. <laughs> And everyone who had iPhones would just like it when I text them with my iPad because it was like red. You can see it and everything. So I text them with my iPad and I still had it. So I would open it and just reread all of the messages. And as I read them, it just like, oh, oh, that's what it was. Like it would all start coming back to me. Gotcha. Gotcha. But you yourself in your own memory without any help from any kind of social media or text messages or anything, you don't remember. No. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's crazy because I mean, there's a lot of like, do you have do you have um, I don't know what you would call it, but do you have moments where you're thinking like, what if? So I guess they're what if moments. Yeah, like, what if he didn't ask me to pick him up? Right. Because what had happened was I had a seizure on my way to go get him. That's why I passed out of the car. And what if? Because I had him my whole life, apparently, and they just went misdiagnosed. So it's like, what if somebody caught the seizures earlier? None of this would have happened. And then I would have gone on living the life that I loved. And then I thought, like, what if, because I tried pharmacy again now. And I was like, eh, this isn't really what I like. And now I found more job opportunities that I do like. And it's like, well, would I have gotten tired of doing pharmacy? Because now I found a job that I like. It's just all this stuff going on. I'm like, well, maybe this is the path I'm supposed to take. So there's just a lot of what ifs. But what if I didn't go to pick him up and this happens like in the middle of the highway and I fell off a bridge like into the water or something, right. you know? Yeah, no, I mean, those are the, you know, you have to kind of balance it, I think. You have to be like, okay, well, what if, yes, this might not have happened, but I don't think a lot of people think of that. They're like, always thinking just the other way they're thinking only to benefit themselves you know but that's a good way to think of it you know you could have been somewhere else and this could have happened so you know it's 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 such a weird thing that you say that that they went misdiagnosed yeah that that you had had these seizures your entire life and what did they diagnose them as like they told me I was dehydrated because I would pass out like I did at the wheel. So I went into whatever was close, like the nearest doctor's office or hospital. They're like, oh, she's dehydrated. She just needs fluids. So they would stick me with an IV and pump fluids into me. They were like, okay, you're all better. Go now. They never did what they did at the hospital, EEGs. They monitored my heart, all that. And then they were like, one doctor finally discovered it. They put like the plugs around my head and everything. He's like, you've been having seizures. And he told me like, has this been happening when you were little? Did this happen? And I said, oh my gosh, like, how did you know you're a psychic? He's like, yeah, all that stuff's been happening because you've been having this type of seizure. I'm like, oh. Oh man. Yeah. When, what, like, what's your, do you have early memories of, of having the seizures or, or are those kind yeah. of foggy too? Every time he told me, he said, do you have memories of just blanking out for some reason? Like somebody would be talking to you and you're like, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Or just blanking out and saying, where are we? 
I'm like, yeah, that happens. Or I'm in school and I'm just like blank and say, what's happening? I'm like, yeah. And he said, do you remember just fainting for no reason? I'm like, multiple times. I passed out in college. I was a freshman or a sophomore. I was in the middle of my final exam. And I was like, oh, God, it's happening. I would start getting all sweaty and get blurry vision, like that moments before I pass out. In the middle of the final exam, I was like, this is happening. And I just passed out. My head just fell down. And on the final exam, I wrote, sorry, I passed out. I need to go to the hospital and turned it into him and had one of the sorority sisters bring me to the hospital. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. That's nuts. Do you remember at my house, you're playing video games all day and you went into the living room and you passed out. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so I mean, that... <laughs> is okay. So is that the extreme version? Cause you weren't doing that, that like, that was like a, I literally hit the floor. <laughs> hit the like that song, let the bodies hit the whatever. Like that was me. <laughs> I hit the, like, I don't even, all I remember is I was just standing. Right. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long ago this was, but I was just standing in your house, the house that you're in right now. And then I just, I think I remember being talked to by some paramedic or something, but yeah, I think I just passed out. Cause I was really, I think I was dehydrated or I wasn't like, I didn't have a lot to eat that day. I don't remember. It's never happened since that's the only time I've ever passed out in my life. Yeah. But you were it's having similar- to me, I would just get hot flashes and I'd get blurred vision and get dizzy and I'd just be like, oh God, I'm passing out. And it happened to me with my ex-boyfriend. I think you guys met him once. We were at his mom's funeral and it was outside and I just thought it was hot and I, I tapped him and I was like, I'm going to pass out. I'm going to pass out. And he just kind of was like, shh. And then there I went and I was like, oh, this happens occasionally. Wait, okay, so hold there, on. There, there's a lot to unpack there. He told you to shush. Well, he just—he didn't tell me to shush. He was just like, he was like, it's okay, it's just hot. And I was like, no, I'm really going to pass out. And I remember oh, his okay. older brother just like lifting me and putting me into the car. They're like, you need sugar. I'm like, yeah, it happens mm. occasionally. Oh my gosh. What the, like, the sad part is you get, like, you got so used to it. You just got up, oh, here it comes, mm-hmm. like, here it goes again. And I had no clue. I did not know at all that, that, that this was a thing that you had been experiencing. So I only found out, I think after, you know, days or weeks after the accident that you had been experiencing stuff like this pretty frequently throughout your life and that this was sort of the culmination of it all. Do you think, do you think it was like a, like a, I don't want to say a red flag, but do you think it was something like you, like, did you ever think about it happening while you were driving? No, I always thought, because mom always told me it was dehydration, like drink water, drink water. This is what the doctors say. And I thought about it while driving and I was like, okay, I know when it's coming on. Like I get sweaty, I get like really dizzy. And I was like, if it ever happens, I'll just pull over. And it never happened before. And I was like, well, I don't know why this happened without me remembering. Yeah. Maybe it's happened so fast or something. That's interesting. You were like, all right, so if it does happen while I'm driving, I'll be aware enough to the point where I can pull over. And yeah, how it happens. I didn't pull over, but so if there's 
like 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 if anybody out there is similar like sharing a similar situation obviously you would probably say don't think that you're going to be able to pull over or, or or don't get used to this like go yeah. to your doctor and probably pursue getting a like the right diagnosis right yes put those things on your head and check out an eeg an eeg what's an eeg um they put stickers on your head and you lay down in a bed they flash lights all around you oh okay and they can see if you have seizures that's crazy is there any kind of because i always wondered about this is there any kind of was there any building nearby that had caught like footage of it or was it just you know i wish there was but there was a school bus lady and another lady behind me and i they definitely didn't film it i think they about had heart attacks but they just told the ambulance drivers that it just looked like i had a seizure they said i was screaming because you know there was bones sticking out they said it was just a, a bunch of screaming so wow so you were you this is so crazy like you don't remember this but in that moment yeah. you were still according to them you were some form of like awake you hadn't completely passed out right you know of not course. sure they said i was unconscious but i guess when bones are sticking out of your body you still scream i'm not sure Oh, I wish I was like out of my body and just watching it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, um, have you ever seen Ghost with Patrick Swayze? Yeah. Something like that. Remember where he dies, yeah. but then he can like, yeah, like he can, he kind of steps out of his body and then there he is, but something like that. That's, yeah. that's crazy. All, yeah, all I remember is getting that call and then we rushed to the hospital and literally you looked like the... You looked like the episode of the Twilight Zone where it's called Eye of the Beholder. Hi to your dog. Yeah. Hi to your dog. <laughs> he just wants to say hi. All right. We'll say hi. <laughs> What's his name again? I know. Scout. Scout. That's right. Scout. And I think your mom was the first one there, Mammy. Yeah, might have been, but you're but literally your whole body looked like uh, the eye of the beholder episode. So for anyone that wants to know, like it's like this episode where this woman is completely bandaged from head to toe. You had part of your head sticking out, but the whole part of your like all of you was covered in bandages, and it, it was so. Am I like freaking you out telling you this? <laughs> I want to know. That's why I wish I was out of my body and just watching everything. Or like, why did none of us film this? Because <laughs> we were, because so, <laughs> we were so just, we were so, you know, in a state of shock, thinking, what if this is it? Like, what if this could be it? Like, this could be the way Christy dies. This could be, this could be it right here on this table. That's what went through my head multiple times. Because this is the like, this is the, the this is the part everyone has to understand. Christy and I grew up like it's, you know to see that person that you had remembered being like what four three foot five four foot five something all of a sudden now you're a grown adult i remember i pretty frequent or not frequently but pretty recently to that accident i had come up to jacksonville and and, and hung out with you for a weekend 
which was a real yeah. stepping stone for me because I'm very kind of like uh, like that like that wasn't my scene. But you were like, come on, come up and just hang out with me for a weekend and and we'll have fun on on your college was campus. It, was it the concert too? Yeah, we saw oh, Panic at the Disco. We did Halloween Horror Nights, but it was Panic at the Disco that uh, yeah, that we saw. Yeah. Um, and it was fun, you know, like it, like it definitely was. Mm -hmm. Like I stepped out of my comfort zone, and this was pretty close to the car. So to see you from that, and then to see you literally on like a slab with all these things going into your body, and you having to be aided in breathing, and it was it was so just like a it was the worst one eighty you could possibly imagine. You like it, it? You didn't even look like the Christie I remembered. Like it was just this is weird. This is bad. This is not good. This is oh my god! It, it freaked me out, you know. And and then of course to see your mom, my sister, and and Danny and Mike and just everybody was just it was it was a bad few weeks, few months, you know. Mm -hmm. So what is the, what, like, what's the first memory you can remember? Do you remember anything about the hospital? Do you remember waking up in the hospital or? The first memory I do have, and my mom confirms it, I woke up and I was just like, I'm sorry to my mom. And I was like, I think I said that. And then she was like, yeah, you said I'm sorry. And I was the happiest person ever. I was like, okay. And I don't know why I was apologizing, but I just remember saying I'm sorry. And that was who in knows what. And that was in the hospital. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then after that, I don't remember much because I was just high, like so many drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, and, and then in front of you was this. Is, so this is 2015. It's 2020 now. Mm -hmm. And but in front of you was what three, four years of rehabilitation. Yeah. After that, first of all, so many head surgeries. Then arm surgeries, learning how to walk, what else? <laughs> having to learn how to use the bathroom. I knew how to eat after probably three weeks. They trusted me to eat on my own. Were you there? Oh, no, it was my sister. Alexis was there. <laughs> it's a funny story. <laughs> they wouldn't, I wasn't allowed to drink any fluids. And so I couldn't really talk. And I made a noise. It was for water and <laughs> they were like she's not allowed to have water and alexis was there just to be there and i looked at her and i was like she's like you want water and i like was yes so she gave me the water and i just like finally drank. i was like oh my god water like i want water so bad and um mom came in and she put down the cup of water my mom was like you gave her water she was like yeah she's like she's not allowed to have water alexis put down she's like oh my god is she gonna die now and i was like my mom was like no she's just not allowed to have it because of surgery and she was just freaking out because she gave me sips of water like i can still trick this girl to doing whatever i want that's crazy that was a good memory still had my uh, they didn't know how it was going to come out if i was like a different person or if i was not going to remember anyone but it's like from then on they knew i had my sense of humor still which i think i do you do and I'm sure you've heard it, though. It's like, you know, uh, you, you are Christy, and, but there's a little bit of, I don't know how to describe it. It's just there's a little thing that, you know, as hard as it is to say, it was taken with, 
with that mm-hmm. accident. You know what I mean? And it's just, it, it, it's, it's not a bad thing, but it is like, you know, it, it, I don't like, I don't know how to describe it. It was, it was just, you know, you still have that infectious energy that you had back in. Cause literally that's my, that's my jumping off point is me visiting you, uh, that weekend and really kind of getting to experience that world that you had, had been living in because every other time you had always visited us, you know, and this was that first time of me stepping out of my comfort zone and being like, all right, all right, look, 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 she's always visiting me. I think I should probably visit her and, and see what that whole world is like. And, and you were very respectful. I don't know if you remember it, but like, I was very kind of, um, uh, what's the word where you're like, uh, where you're kind of hesitant. I don't know what that word is. Like a, like maybe like meek or something. Maybe something like that. Like I was just very kind of hesitant about staying with you, but you had consistently been like, look, if, if, if there's something you don't want to do, we don't have to do it. And I was like, okay, sweet. Cause you know, like that's not me, like the whole party scene and everything. Like that's just, that's not Eddie. Um, and we didn't do that stuff. We did stuff that you and I had both agreed on and, and it was great. And then we did do the panic at the disco, uh, free concert, which that still blows my mind that it was free. I know, because now they're like You're huge, right? and back then it's like they're still. They yeah. just did a free thing, and I was like, "Oh, okay, let's go while we can." Yep, we uh, we went. It was Jacksonville Landing, and and mm-hmm. uh, I think you even I think you did it. I I definitely didn't do it, but I think you did the thing where you kind of surf the crowd. You know, <laughs> I might have tried. Maybe <laughs> don't I? I really don't remember, but if. If you say so, I'm going to trust you. <laughs> Either you did or we definitely talked about it because other people were doing it. And you were like, we should totally do that. And I was like, do you know who you're talking to? You're talking to the guy that didn't even really want to come up here in the first place. Like, I'm going to just trust people to randomly hold me up and pass me along. <laughs> I do remember buying you a drink, though. And I was like, I don't know if he's going to drink this, but I, I do remember buying you a drink. Yes, that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, do you, so that was something that you had done back in, back in college, right? Like you had, you weren't like an alcoholic, but you definitely (laughs) were, were, were drinking and you don't do that anymore, right? No, I don't, I don't drink. Is it because it's bad for you or you just decide not to? I mean, I, me and my neurosurgeon's assistant, we all became pretty, pretty close because it's like every other month I would visit him and because. There were so many problems with my skull and had a fake one. It's like, we were just text each other and I texted them. I was like, is it okay to drink? And she's like telling you as a friend, like, don't get drunk, but it can't like you can drink. I'm just like, you know, I would have a mimosa because those were my favorite and champagne is like really good. And I tried it and I was just like, I don't know what I was doing. And now it's like, everyone can't drink. Like I'm not that person, but I went to a few parties like, my friend Chelsea down here, she has children. So I'd go to like that kind of party and the adults would be drinking. <laughs> I am an adult, but all the adults would be drinking and everyone at work, they drink. And we go out to like restaurants on the company's behalf and just be like, no, I don't drink. And they don't like force me. I'm just like, I'm just not a drinker anymore. Like I need the rest of my brain. Interesting. Yeah, that that would be interesting to see just, you know, like, again, if maybe you could do an out of body experience just to see what that would be like, you know, how would like, like, how would that affect you? Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't really drink too much. I drink like occasionally just if like a friend is like, hey, you want to go get a couple drinks? I'm like, okay. So I get like borderline tipsy and then I kind of cut it off right there. <laughs> like I've never been blackout drunk, you know, like mm. that's not, that's not something that I find appealing. I re I don't remember those days, but I remember getting there. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crazy blue moon oh yeah blue moon is blue moon's my my go-to there's a there's a brewery in town here called moonrise and they have their own form they don't do name brands because they brew their own stuff but they have a form of blue moon called the solar flare and mm. that thing i mean it almost rivals blue moon for me it's it's so good just the the orange with the belgian and Mm, it's deadly it, like it really is deadly and it doesn't cost much either it doesn't cost a whole lot for a for a big glass of the stuff so that's how they get you no but yeah it's 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 a wicked story it's something that you know from time to time depending on who my friend is you know like it, like if like if i feel really close with them and you know they kind of ask you know like family questions or anything i'll just be like yeah like i have a niece who is like a superhero. She she kind of basically was faced with death and she she kicked his ass. And and they're like, tell me more. And then of course I basically tell them that story. And I get it all right except for you were picking or you were taking a guy to the airport, but now it's you were picking a guy up at the airport. Yeah. So I've I've always gotten that part wrong. But um yeah it's just a wicked story and it's just something that I think is, you know, obviously it's the cliched word, it's inspiring, but you know, it's, it's definitely something to show that the, you know, as, as cheesy as this might sound, like the human spirit is, 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 is crazy how, how it can overcome. And, and, you know, you were, you had bones sticking out of you. You, you had your head literally almost taken off. Like you had your brain exposed. It was taken off. It was taken off. I have a fake skull. You have a fake skull. Yeah, part of it is fake. Yeah. Yeah, like I was, cause I was gonna say the whole thing's not fake. Half of it. Crazy, and yet yeah. you know, one of the hardest things to watch during the rehabilitation was how you struggled to walk. That 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 part always just like anytime I would see you, kind of always just, uh, I was like, you know, can I? Can 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 she just borrow my legs for uh for a few days here? Cause it's this this is not this is not right. This is not the way it should be. And again, it's 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 the memories, right? It's it's remembering you at Panic at the Disco and how you were just so loosey goosey. And then to see you literally need a walker or a cane or a it's just God, you know, it's you really wonder why. You know, why does why does this stuff happen? You know? It's something people take for granted, like just walking every single day. And it's now it's just, I walk a little goofy, like I have a limp now, but. But you walk pretty well. Yeah, I don't use the cane anymore. Ever since Dennis and I started dating, it's just like, I think I was using it as a crutch, my little cane. Then he came along. I'm like, eh, I don't need this anymore. It's fine. So you were using it as a, maybe a, do you think? Like, do you think you were using it in a way to get like pity or no? No, not pity. I was just like, I don't know why I was using like just help. Like I felt too 
down on myself. Oh, okay. Sort of. And then, I don't know, not like life never being the same sort of thing. And then I met Dennis and I was like, oh, maybe life can move on from here because now I have someone else in my life. I threw it away. Well, it's still here, but I just like stopped using it. Now I get out. Well, I mean, I went to work and when I needed rides, I would have rides, but now I have so much more freedom that he can take me places and we go out. We used to go out until COVID hit, but. Right. Do you think you're ever going to get to the point where you can just drive yourself? <laughs> That's such a funny story. Florida law is you have to go six months seizure free before you can drive. And it's just every single time I go to hit that six months part, you have it's one? just like a little tiny seizure comes by and I'm like, are you serious? And I take that as like, you're just not ready, like quite yet. Like something has to be tweaked and like my medicine gets like, they just dose me up a little bit or they change the medicine. And I'm like, okay, like we just haven't found the right configuration or something like that. Like it's not correct yet. Like I'm still not ready to get on the road. And when you say a seizure, I think a lot of us, myself included, we're thinking of like foaming at the mouth and yeah. that's not what you so, do. That's not what I do. Mine is called a, a focalized seizure where it's not like that. Like I just feel tingling on my left side of my body. Like both of them that have come at the six month mark have happened at work where I'm at, um, you know, typing on the computer and I just call over. I'm like, Hey, like I'm having a seizure right now. Like, can you finish this up? And they're all, they all call, they're all very calm. And they're like, um, yeah, go ahead. Like, just go sit in the break room. I'm like, okay. And at first it happened, like the manager came out. She's like, I'm okay. Like, just, I'm just, I just like, I just need this to pass. And then I can go right back to work and I'll just sit there and I'll monitor how long the tingling in my body is lasting. And I get really confused. So I'll just put a timer on my phone and I'm just like, all right, I'm super confused. Don't know what's happening. This tingling is happening. I don't know where I am. Like I'll go to reach for like, I don't know, like a shoelace or the salt on the table and I can't grab it or I'll go to like touch my nose to see if I can touch it. And I'll like accidentally touch my eye or I'll touch my forehead. Like I don't know where my nose is. I'm like, all right, still not ready to go. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, all right, I'm at work. This is a shoelace. This is a salt. And I can like touch my nose. I'm like, not confused. The tingling has stopped. Shake it off, drink some water. And I'm like, all right, ready to go back to work. And that usually lasts just about three minutes, like the tingling in my body. And now how does, how does Florida know that you have a seizure? I feel like they just, <laughs> they really just need to trust you. Like I am 100% honest because I want none of this to happen, to happen again. again. Yeah. Well, and I'm, when I tell my neurosurgeon, cause I mark it on my calendar and I'll just tell him, like, I'll call up, um, the neurosurgeon's PA and I'll just text her like, hey, this is what happened to happen this long, happened for this amount of time. This is exactly what I felt. And then they'll text me back. So they're like, okay, we're going to do this to your medicine, get blood work done, and we'll see you at this date. I'm like, all right. I don't know how others work, but I am very honest because yeah, this is what it is and hope nothing happens again. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good answer because I would just, I don't know, I, I would be like, probably to the point of just, I'm so tired. I got to drive. So no, I haven't had a seizure in two years. <laughs> I, I hope others are like that. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe they'll, 
every once in a while do an EEG where they stick the things on your head to see if you're okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's my guess, like if you have seizures on your license, but I'm not sure because it's been five years since I've driven a car. So not sure. Do you think you even remember how to drive a car? Um, My mom and Dennis say, yeah, but I don't know. The other day, um, mom was driving me to Publix to go shopping. And you know, like when you have a green light, but you can also turn left if you have the green light, as long as there's no oncoming traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, So a car was driving the other way because you can both drive the other way. And I was like, make a left. Like you have the right of way, go. And she's like, no, I don't. There's a car coming. And I was like, oh, I was like, this, is, this is why I can't drive. Ugh. So I'm like, I'm definitely going to have to take some driving courses because maybe I don't remember the rules, but I remember how to drive a car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't really speak, but I would imagine it's something like the, the, the bicycle adage. Once you learn it, you don't really mm-hmm. forget, you know, mm-hmm. maybe it's probably really hard if you are doing like stick shift. Never learned. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> who knows there? Right. So who had a stick shift? Was that was that your mom? Was that Stacy? She had a stick shift at one point, right? I don't know. Maybe when I was little. One of my I'm pretty sure she did. No. Back at the uh back at the yellow house. Do you remember the yellow house? Oh yeah. <laughs> she that... made long ago that was weird because the other day and when i say the other day i mean probably like a month ago but i was (laughs) driving around town just kind of just i was bored and i was just like hmm and so i went over to that side of town because it's so far away that i don't normally go over there but i was like i want to i want to see what the yellow house looks like now and i i'm pretty sure it's not yellow anymore it's like a beigey weird color yep but i still down there and i remember it but i saw into it and i just remember i don't know exactly what i remember but i just remember i was in there with you at like a lot of times Mm -hmm. it's so weird it's so weird Mm -hmm. because on one hand time is so fragile and it's so you know like there's this um there's a lot of people that say that you know like a hundred years is like a blink compared to uh you know the amount of time that that time has existed, right? So like a hundred years is like just a blink compared to how, how, how long time has existed. But yet to, to us, a hundred years is like, that's a long time. And we've only like, I'm only 27. And to talk to you about the yellow house and to talk to you about these memories feels so long ago. Like it literally feels like from another time period, like, like mm-hmm. prehistoric times, like it's so strange. But yet it really isn't. It's like a little blink, like a little blink. And that's all it is. Time. Time. I really wish we could. I wish we could remind, like rewind it, but know what we could know today. Oh, yeah. Like, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Pull a Marty McFly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Go back to the future. Yeah. Strange. It's all. It's all strange. Would you rather be able to go back in time and know that you can know what to change, or would you leave it the way it is and then be able to jump forward in time and see where everything goes? Option A. So you want to go back and change? Yes. 
And specifically, because you, I correct me if I'm wrong, you would go back to that, that morning and not get in the car. Or not it... get in the car. Because now I know, like, I like the path I'm on now. And I would just change, like, where I was going in life. Well, because you have to really think of it this way, right? So I've never met this this Dennis guy, but mm -hmm. I I hear, you know, that, that it's not a... Um, it's not a, uh, uh, I hope you don't mind me dropping this name. It's, it, it, it's not a Jonah situation. Um, so, you know, you're happy now, like you said, you're happy with this path that you're on, right? So this is the interesting part of this, right? Had you not had that accident, had you not done all of this, I guarantee you, you would not know who Dennis is, right? Like I can 99% guarantee you, you would have never met this guy. Um funny story i met him at work at the job that you're currently at or the job you were at at the job i'm currently at but you're only at that job currently because of right yeah because i like the job i'm at now and the job opportunities that i have is through this job it's such a high job with my degree well i see where you're going with this yeah because you were you were on some other path that that would have never like you probably because remember you talked about I forget where you wanted to move but you were talking about not even living in Florida. <laughs> yeah. You like I feel like you wanted to move to Ireland or something. Yeah. See, so you would have been, you know. So it's you know you you have to pick and choose what you would have like what you would prefer. It's you know. And crazy enough, a lot of people, myself included, I, like I'm sure you know this, and if you don't, here you go. I would actually rather take somebody that is really good to me, someone that I'm in love with, someone that 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 I see a future with, over moving to Ireland, over moving to Jamaica, moving to, you know what I mean? Like I would, yeah. like I'm like that's who I am. It's just if I can find that person that 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 I want to wake up to every morning, I'll take that over being happy in another country or so, you know, it's just, that's how you have to look at it. And, and it looks like you're looking at it that way too. And Ireland's is still a possibility. I mean, what you're, you're only one year younger than me, right? Yeah. So yeah, there's a long time. And again, it's a hundred years. It's a blink in the uh, eye of the universe, but for humans, it's, that's a long time. So there's a long time, for you to uh to uh get better i mean i don't know if you know this name jordan peterson i think he's like one of the most famous psychologists ever mm -mm. but no. he was never famous he was never like notor like he had no notoriety until his like late 50s right so he went mm -hmm. all his life being just a normal guy doing what he does and then right at the tail end he kind of gets this boost and now he's in his 50s and now he's, you know, getting all that stuff that he probably wanted when he was in his 20s, 30s, 40s, but it just took him a little longer. Mm. So that's how I look at it. Yeah. And and I, like you don't necessarily even want that, right? You don't want notoriety, do you? No, as long as I know I'm contributing to something in the world, even if I'm not known, then that's okay with me. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have to be an Elon Musk <laughs> no funny enough i never knew who like i had no clue what that name was like i i really? yep it it took this thing right here 
you see it? Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it took his appearance on, on there to, I was like, Oh man, this guy's crazy. Just the way this guy talks is nuts. Elon Musk, the way he talks is so unique. A lot of my uh, friends that are girls, they're also like, he's incredibly attractive. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. To me, that dude is, he's fugly. Oh my gosh. Do you, do you, like, do you stand with me or do you stand with my friends? Know, let me put that hat back up here. Let me see. Oh, that's Joe Rogan. Oh. He appeared on Joe Rogan's podcast. That's what I was saying. I'll have to look up a photo. Of Elon I'm Musk. I'm going to say no from what I remember. I think I saw him on a Netflix. Uh, I don't remember. I'll have to pull up a photo and text it. Okay. Text the answer <laughs> when I send you my photo. All right. And then I'll include your answer in the intro. Okay. <laughs> so it, it, it'll be a form of time travel. So okay. <laughs> when the episode comes out, the answer will be in the intro. And then they'll hear this part right now. But then they'll already have the answer whether or not you think he's attractive. <laughs> Yeah, that that's that's like, Joe Rogan. What are they talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's Joe Rogan. He uh, okay. He, you know who Joe Rogan is, right? Yeah. Okay. Not even from his podcast. You remember the show he hosted, right? Mm-hmm. What was it? Oh my god! Did you hear that? Yeah. What was it? That's thunder. Oh wow! That was like perfect timing. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> <laughs> But for real, did you hear that thunder? Yeah, it definitely picked it up. Oh. And and your dog is going nuts. I know. That's for nuts. <laughs> is it raining over there? It is so beautifully sunny right now. It's not even funny. <laughs> and we're only what? We're only about 45 minutes from each other? I know. An hour, maybe? Something like that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sunny out right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, that's bad. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> oh man. Isn't that weird? It's so it's such a contrast. That is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> it is it just started downpouring here. All right, we have a mini hurricane outside. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, maybe I know what to expect in just a short period of time here. <laughs> wow. But, that was but, so funny. But the, what was it? But the, but the interesting part is since this is not filmed or like people can't see this, for all they know, it just sounds like you're on the toilet and you're just ripping and exploding. <laughs> Because that's what it sort of sounds like to me. It just sounds like maybe you could be having really bad, like a really bad bowel movement. Right now. That could be the title. My niece has really bad bowel movement in my new podcast. That's that would get crazy. so many views. That's crazy. So do you still talk to, uh, do you still talk? Well, hold on first. Answer the question. What was, what was the show he hosted? Do you remember it? Um, it's two Joe words. Rogan. Two words. Tonight Show. No, Fear Factor. <laughs> Dang it. I knew that it was on. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Excuse me, I need more toilet paper. <laughs> I knew it was on. <laughs> this is funny. Um, it was on Netflix too. That um, Netflix. What are you talking about? Do you have Netflix? Fear Factor. Fear Factor's never been on Netflix, as far as I know. It, it was on MTV. Ludacris did a version. Yeah, or maybe it was Sling, because I don't have cable anymore, so I have all the streaming things. Oh, okay, okay. So maybe it's gonna be Sling. Well, I know uh, Minute to Win It is on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Fear Factor was the show. And I think we might have even watched that at one point together. I'm sure we did at some point. But yeah, that's where uh, that's where Joe Rogan came from. He's the reason I'm doing all this, by the way. He's the he's definitely the inspiration. I mean, I I I listen to other podcasts and stuff, but it's definitely Joe Rogan is the is the goat. He's the Tom Brady of podcasting. And I'm sure I just lost some listeners to that. Ah, but now he's uh what Tom Brady is now in Florida, right? Yeah, um, I told my dad to bring me up there to watch the games, and as soon as um all they all got picked, he's like, "Now you have to bring me down there to watch a game," and I was like, oh, "Of course." Yep, I had a. Did you listen to the episode? I had Brooke on. <sighs> no, I listened to the one with Kaylee on there. I didn't know uh, I had Brooke on that. Yeah, well, the one with Kaylee was interesting because I just wanted to do that because I want to see how she's going to change after four years of high school. So I thought it would be a really cool idea to have her recorded, her voice, her attitude, her everything, to to, just as she was right before she went into high school. And then the plan is four years from now, get her back on and see how big of a difference. Like I'll even play audio from that recording and, (laughs) and see it. But uh, we had to, like I had my friend Leticia on because Kaylee was a little... (laughs) She was a little hesitant. She was like, I don't know. And that's like one of the shortest episodes of the podcast because she just wasn't talking. Kaylee. Yeah. 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 I noticed. And you're like, you have to put your mouth like right on it. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah well, because these mics, like the mics that I use aren't um, like there's different kinds of mics that like I could be over. I could be over here. Yeah. And it would still pick it up. But this kind of mic, you have to literally be like right here right on it but uh yeah so it'll be interesting to see i'm sure there's going to be a big change and uh i'm just so like isn't that weird kaylee's going into high school i know little kk remember for all of those people out there and she was a little baby we used to throw mcdonald's play balls at her head that's for right fun. yep well that well because that 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 was was passed down from me throwing it at your head oh my gosh weren't we the same age yeah yeah but did, uh, or, or or maybe you threw it at my head don't you remember at uh b's house b is uh for like for everyone listening that's our our grandfather do you remember one of us was walking down the the hallway and one of us threw a mm-hmm. a plastic McDonald's thing place it right and it at bounced, my head bounced right off your head into the other room and I was like, "Get a yep, life, get a me. life." Yep. <laughs> All I was, yep, I remember that was you, and so. I would bite you. And your dad, my grandfather, called me horsey. That's right. 
yep. all of these family stories coming out on a podcast with lightning in the background <laughs> just adds the mood in there <laughs> i'm telling everybody on here it is a mini hurricane out here in the land well what's it's in now a hailstorm what's interesting is your connection is actually really solid oh awesome it's that like, like it hasn't broken up at all so awesome. um but yeah, that's so funny. So yeah, like like it that's a literal that's a literal passing down of the torch. I we used to throw toys at each other and then we passed it down to throwing it at Kaylee. And now I'm Poor sure little baby Kaylee. And and I'm sure she's passed it down to Michaela, who is her sister oh, for everyone listening, her little sister. I'm sure she's thrown thrown toys at her head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her big afro head. <laughs> I love her head like like her, her Michaela's hair is just so uniquely hers it's so and when they get like in the little when she puts them in pigtails you know what I'm talking about oh yeah you can just throw the little balls up there and she's fully protected oh yeah yep yeah when Easter rolls around we hide eggs in her hair that's how thick it is no I'm kidding Aww. I'm kidding <laughs> but um yeah, crazy. So what is, uh, we've been going for, oh, oh, that's right. I was asking about Brooke's episode because uh, we talk about, uh, did, like, did you know what Brooke does for a living? I had no clue. She works in a, well, when I went up there, she worked in a facility that helps drug addicts recover. Yeah, like substance abuse with alcohol, drugs, all that stuff. The ironic part is, is if you follow her on social media, in almost every picture, she has a freaking beer bottle in her hand. <laughs> and so I, and so I, I just found it very contradictory to what she does. <laughs> it's like you drink, you get drunk all the time, and yet you're someone that helps people with substance abuse problems. <laughs> oh god! So that's what that episode's about. For the most part, we talk a lot about talk that. Talk to her about that in the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't hold. Uh. I don't hold back. <laughs> If I have a like, if I have a question or if I have a like, like something doesn't add up to me, I bring it directly to the forefront, and I'm like, "You better explain this." We even talk about Garrett, because uh, yeah, we talk about Garrett, because I'm like, "What's going on with Garrett?" He's like, from from what I hear, he's a hermit, and she's like, "I think I think people are being a little too rough on him," and and I get it, you know, she's she's his sister, you know, so she's you know probably looking out for her brother, but I don't know. But I did promise her that I by by next year, because of all this COVID shit, by next year I'll be because I haven't been up in to Boston since I think the last time we went. Yeah, mom sent me up there because she was so sick of me. <laughs> That's... She's like, I can't stand you not having a job and just lounging around and being so sad. I'm sending you up to Boston. <laughs> Which was probably beneficial for both of you. No, so I sat down on the couch up there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that 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 definitely deserves this. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. No, I just sat up. I, I I just went up to Boston and sat on the couch. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? It was a change of scenery. Yeah. Right. Different couch. <laughs> Different couch. Comfier, maybe. 
Oh man. But yeah, it was, it was, it was like when I had her on and just talking about all those memories of jumping off the bridge and, and, uh, and just all that stuff you and I used to do. Cause it was like a ritual every summer you and I would go up to, to Boston for, for the summer. Mm-hmm. And see again, like, I don't know about you, but that feels like, you know, that doesn't even feel like it's on my timeline. It feels like that's on some other timeline that I just remember somehow, but I don't remember. It doesn't feel like I myself have lived it. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, it does. That's what it feels like to me. I don't know. Crazy, but that's what's so weird about photos. I remember I did an episode where I was just talking to myself because I had no guest at the time and I was just talking to myself and I was talking about photos how photos are like, a, you know, I think we're a little too comfortable with how weird photos are. We don't question photos enough. We just take them for granted because that's just where we are right now. But a photo is so insanely odd how it's able to freeze frame a, a, a moment in time. And it's like in, in that photo is it like when you like when you take a photo, does that create an alternate universe? I know it sounds like I'm on drugs. I know it sounds like I'm on like some crazy shit, but I swear I'm not. This is just how I normally think. When you take a photo, because you're freeze framing something, like in the moment, does that create an alternate timeline where that time, where that moment can continue on in like some other alternate Twilight Zone, Black Mirror? Right? I, I understand where you're going, man. I don't know. I wonder if anyone's ever made something from that, like some kind of a story out of that. Or maybe they did, and they were just like, "This man's on drugs. Like we gotta <laughs> put him down." Like, well, you know, because there's a, yeah, because I'm like I'm really trying to think of all the stuff I've ever seen. There's an episode of the new Twilight Zone where this woman figures out that she can, she can rewind this camcorder, and that's a form of time travel. Um, but yeah, like I've never seen something where you take a photo. And then like to kind of make it go off into some other kind of alternate reality, you know, like when I look at old photos of you and I, and we're just, we're frozen there. Right. And we don't move. We're just frozen there forever, forever. We're just frozen there. But yet we kept moving after that click. Ah, if like, like it messes with my head, maybe click, maybe click that movie. Click is a, is, is a form of that. But that whole movie is a dream. At the end of it, he's just dreaming. Mm. Have you been watching any movies? I like you did. And you're like, we're just frozen there. And then you froze for a hot <laughs> second. <laughs> frozen. <laughs> you just froze. It's, well, hold on. First, I want to see because uh, I can mess around with the layout of the screen here. And I just want to see what happens when I do this. Oh. Is that better? Like what happened on your end? Because on my end, I got wider and you're still in the kind of upright position that you were in. Yeah, you got wider. Okay. Do you like that better or do you like it the other way? No, that's fine. Or do you like that? Yeah, that's good. Oh, you like? Okay. We'll go like that. (laughs) At the end of the episode when we're done recording, because I do take screenshots so I can share. So just so you know, people will be able to see a photo of you. Um, Great. We're going to go here. Okay. Okay. So. But yeah, it's just the, like, that's the stuff I think about. What do you think about on a day-to-day basis? Put me inside your head. Hmm. On a day-to-day basis, I wake up and I'm like, oh, geez, this alarm. I really need to sleep. 
this is what goes through my head because I, I really, I live at work and I sometimes visit the house. <laughs> I wake up and oh my gosh, this alarm, I'm like someone's going to have to take the dog out. I put something in my lunchbox and I'm like, you know, I really like my job. I really do. CSL Plasma is great. I wish I could go further with the degree I have. And I found a job through CSL Plasma where I think my degree would go further, except it's in another state. So now I'm just going like, I hope they can move me there. Maybe not. So I'm just like, should I audit a course like in biochemistry just so I clear my memory up? And then I'm like, there's another like degree I could get. So every single day, I'm just like, where, like, what path should I take? Because there's so many opportunities out there. And I hope other people have as many opportunities as me. So every single day, I just think, what should I do? Should I take this job? Should I apply for this job? And while I'm not thinking about that, I'm just thinking next in booth three, next in booth three, next in booth three. And I'm like, yay, I'm off. Let's get something to eat so I can go back to bed. That's interesting. I like how you kicked it off though. Oh, this alarm. <laughs> I hate it. You know, I was thinking it was um, because so today when when we kicked off the episode, I was like happy 11, uh, you know, happy 11 years. I don't know why I just I, I think I had a little bit of a brain fart right there. But um, we had a Facebook sent out the notification like you're celebrating 11 years with with Christy. And I'm like, what am I celebrating 11 years with Christy with? <laughs> and I clicked it. But like the interesting part was I was sleeping when I got that notification. And it, and it got me thinking, it's like social media is so intrusive because I was so pe like peacefully asleep. And then I got this ding noise on my phone and it just, it took me right out of my sleep. And it's weird. Cause my, like, that's weird. Your phone just vibrated. I didn't know you could hear that. Yeah. That's great. Th this episode is full of coincidences. <laughs> and it was a coronavirus update too. Oh, what's it saying? It's, it's, it's gotten worse. New cases in another country. There you go. <sighs> yeah. What do you make of all this stuff? Do you think this was all done on purpose? Do you think this was an accident? Do you think this is just nat nature? I just, I don't know. Like when it first came out, they wanted everyone, because like our wear at work is like we wear the little, plastic masks above our face you know like the plastic ones we wear on your forehead and they go down to cover your face oh, but that's okay, what yeah, we've yeah. always you know what they look like, yeah, like but that's what we've always worn like that's our because we work with blood so it's like you don't want that to splash in your face so we've always worn that and we've always worn a lab coat and gloves so here we go and i've like never been afraid i'm like this is just to cover our face with blood so i'm like i'm protected and then the whole COVID-19 thing came out and we've handed out face masks to people who want it. And then they're like, you're going to have to wear more. And I'm like, like when it first came out, they're like, you're going to have to wear a face mask. And I was like, I don't want to wear a face mask. They're like, well, it might be mandatory. This is coming not from like higher above at CSL. This is from another person. Yeah. Like not in our whole management. This is from someone who I work with. And they're like, you're going to have to wear a face mask. I'm like, I don't want to. They're like, well, they're going to make it mandatory. And in my head, I'm thinking, unless like a manager tells this to me, like, I'm not going to listen to you. So like, well, they're going to make it mandatory. I'm like, well, I'm not wearing a face mask. Like, well, you're going to have to. I'm like, no, sorry, I'm not going to wear one. Like, unless someone tells me or I go into a store and they make it, like, I'm not going to wear one. So we're just kind of like getting to a tip. I'm like, not wearing one. Sorry. 
And now they're like, you have to wear one, like, as soon as you go into the back offices. So I'm like, all right, I'll wear one there. And I'm like, I just think this whole thing. And I don't want to say it to you because I know how you are with, like, the germs and everything. Like, that's fine. If you want me to wear it, it's cool. Uber wants you to wear one. That's fine. Like, I'm respectful of people who want to wear masks, but I don't want to wear one. Like, if I don't have to, I'm not going to throw on a mask. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. You know, I have a, a you can you can wear my logo. My logo is on a mask now. Is it? You Sha- can send one over and shameless, wear it wherever you have to plug. go. Yeah, it's um, it's on my, the T Public because there's like a there's a store that I have my merchandise stuff on, and and they just uh created the option to do masks, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do that because that's that's in that's in fashion right now. So now, now, now you can wear a mask with my face on it. I absolutely will. Cause yeah. like all the, I'm not going to be like one of the typical like Karens where like a mandate isn't a law. It's just highly recommended. Like, don't tell me this, but I'm just like, I know cause of my degree. I'm like, I know it's happening. This doesn't do this. This doesn't like, I don't want to wear one, but like Publix requires one. Like I'll throw one on. It's fine. I go here. It's fine, but I'm, I'm not going to wear one. I'll just wash my hands. That's typical. I'm not going to cough on anyone. Like it's overrated. I don't think it's anything to be worried about. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I did uh the other day I donated blood on one of those, <laughs> on one of those red buses the big red bus. And I thought it was weird that they're still that like that, that that's a thing because you know, they don't test you before. And I mean, I'm sure that they do tests before they send the blood to whoever they have to send the blood to, to help people. I'm sure they're going to, you know, test it, but would COVID show up in your blood? Um, I don't want to give out false information, so I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. But in plasma, we do screen. Like, if you're a COVID-free, like, you recover from COVID and we take your plasma, it's, like, that's a wonderful thing. And we test for the antibodies and we send it off to hire up people who are trying to find a cure for the virus. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that, like, that got me thinking. I was like, what if, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm 99.9% sure I don't have COVID, but, like, what if that point zero 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 one percent does and and I do have COVID and now I'm donating blood and they're giving this to people and it just had me thinking like why is this why is this even a thing right now? Like everything is shut down. Movie theaters are shut down, concerts are shut down, everything's being postponed. Yet the big red buses, come on down, we'll take your blood. <laughs> I just found it funny. I mean, I think they would before just handing it out. And first of all, on a side note, you should donate blood all the time, not just after natural disasters, because blood goes bad after 45 days. So when everybody rushes to donate blood after natural disaster and they have too much, they're just going to throw it away. So donating blood year round is very good. Yeah, it reminds me of the scene in Bruce Almighty where he's talking to Jennifer Aniston because she's like, you should donate blood today. And he's like. What? They, they don't need my blood. They stockpile this stuff in a warehouse somewhere. They say there's a shortage. <laughs> and, and it's just, you know, it's funny. It's Jim Carrey. And he's like, plus, I'm IB positive. I'm IB positive. And she's like, what does that mean? He's like, IB positive. They ain't touching me with no needle. <laughs> That's just funny. I loved, like, I love when they, when they wrap it around your arm and your vein just, like, swells. And they're like, all right, now's the moment to look away. I'm like... 
I ain't looking away. I want to see this thing go in me. Poke me right now. And I watch it go in. I just love it so much. It's so bad how how much it hurts. And I just love watching it. Like I just <laughs> I'm sick. I, I like like there's parts of me that are just like, come on. And then and then at one point it was going really slow. She's like, Are you squeezing the little thing hard enough? I'm like, Yeah. She's like, All right, look away. I'm like, why? She's like, I'm gonna put it in deeper. I'm like, all right. And I looked. And she stuck it in deeper. And I was like, Okay, all right, geez, come on. <laughs> all right, now now you're borderline jigsawing me right now. This ain't a saw movie. They love your veins where I work because it would just be so easy because you do have prominent veins. They yeah. would love to just stick a needle and get your plasma. Can't show you my, well, there you go. A little bit right there. I know what they look like. We grew up together. Yeah. They would love your veins. Yeah. They, have, they they never have a hard time finding. And I still don't know what my uh, blood type is. They always give you that paper, and I never do anything with it. I should probably figure out what blood type I am. What blood type are you? Um, I forgot because Danny knows hers, and we're both O. Oh, I just okay. She's positive oh, or negative, okay. and then I'm the opposite, positive or negative. So one of those. I loved because I was sitting in the part of the bus where the uh, – there's just like this little cubicle. They're like, go sit over there and fill out this form. So I filled it out and I was done and I was looking around and they have all these pamphlets of all the different blood types and I was reading them. And it's funny how one of it is like, it'll say whatever the blood type is, is the most rare. It's like the rarest. And then you'll look over at another blood type pamphlet and it's like AB positive. And then it's like, it's one of the most rare. And then you look over at the other one and it's like, is a very rare. And it's just like, uh, you know, wait, so hold on. So all of them are rare. So I don't, why Why are you telling me that this one is like, like you know where I'm going with this? It's like, yeah. if they're all rare, it like they lose the specialty. You would think there'd be like. Most, most rare. Yeah, yeah. Like you would think one of the pamphlets would say is a very common or is 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 very common but they all said is is rare or most rare or pretty rare and i'm just okay so it's all rare so none of it's special because it's all rare i don't know everyone gets a trophy around here yeah yeah it's like those like uh uh congratulations like tr like you tried it's like, it's like those things would you ever want to work on that bus no, no, I'm not a phlebotomist. That's what those people are. Um, yeah, we have different positions down there, and I'm not the phlebotomist. I don't think I would like to stick people. I mean, I stick people's fingers, but I don't want to stick their arms, their veins. Yeah. I wonder if that's an interesting job. Just do they just travel all the time? Like the red bus people. Yeah. Like, what are they doing? Probably. Like. Is like is that all they do? They just stay on that bus and they sleep on those beds that 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 you lay on. <laughs> Let's go through the McDonald's drive-through this time, right? <laughs> I got to get someone from there on here. Be like, do you sleep on the bus? Do you? Is there a bathroom on the bus? <laughs> like, just pull over here while I gather all my equipment and I'll go into the booth with it. Yeah, interesting. And it's amazing how the AC in the big red bus 
I've been on that bus so many times and that AC never falters. It's always 65 degrees in that bus. I'm like, really? yeah, it's always supremely cold in that bus, which is for Florida is really nice, right? So you step on the bus and you're like, oh, this feels so good. And you're just wondering, how are you guys able to maintain such a good AC unit? You know, it's like it doesn't falter at all. I don't know. Again, these are my thoughts. Like, this is what goes through my head, Christy. <laughs> shower thoughts. I had a shower thought once, and it was, how long is your tongue? Like, how deep in your body does your tongue go? <laughs> like, where does it stop in your throat? Like, when does it become your throat? Like, how deep does it go? Yeah. That was my shower thought the other day. Well, it's hard, too, because you got all these teeth in front of you that are blocking any kind of real good view. See, this is, like, why, this is why I wish it was filmed. This is entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if you feel it in your throat, when does it stop? Well, I don't necessarily like, feel it in my throat. Like, I, when you go down? Like, when I move it? Like, all the way down in your throat? Yeah, like, I don't feel anything moving around here, so it's clearly not down Everyone's there, I don't think. Everyone's, like, trying it now. Yeah, no, th th that's a good shower thought. <clears throat> You know, one that I, uh, I I didn't think of it. I stumbled across it on a social media, um, but it was very funny to me. It was, uh, you know, who has a really shitty job is who? our, our, again, this goes to the, to the, what we were talking about earlier with the big red bus, AC repairmen. They have a really yeah. shitty job because think about it. They go into a place that has no AC, they fix it, and then they leave. <laughs> So they have to work. They have to work in a building that's so incredibly hot and humid with no AC, and then they get the AC going, and then they leave. <laughs> yeah, I found that funny. It's like that's true. I don't ever want to be an AC repairman. So. Here, we'll just have a moment of silence for AC for, for AC repairman. <laughs> Feel <laughs> <laughs> All right, crickets go away. <laughs> oh boy. Oh gosh. Yeah, this is what I do with my life now. <laughs> it's great because I feel like you always wanted to do this. Like you have a great radio voice. Aww. Remember when you wanted <laughs> to be a bodybuilder for like honor ah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. There was a phase in you my life. Found something that you like and you should pursue it. Yeah. Now I'm flexing my vocal muscles. <laughs> yeah, no, with there, your tongue. there was, yeah, with my, with my never ending tongue, there was a time when I wanted to be a bodybuilder for everyone listening. And I thought that that, that was my path. I thought I was going to be a world famous bodybuilder. <laughs> and if you look at me, you just realize there's no way in hell that's ever going to happen. Like I will die. This skinny, probably. Oh, gosh. But yeah, like, it's always been a form of, I guess, entertainment is what I want to do, you know? So if it's not acting, then it's like something like this, you know? It's, yeah, that's definitely something I, th this I would love to do if it was, like, if this was my job, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you, like, I can't imagine paying bills doing this. And there's people that do that, you know, that like there's people on YouTube that do that, like blows my mind. Sometimes it makes me mad because the stuff they're doing is so dumb and 
It's just, you know, there's people out there that can't get a job and yet you're over here doing stupid crap in front of your phone and you're making boatloads of money. It's just like the way life is structured is so, but you know what? It's like on one hand, that's good because they made the best of their situation, right? So it's like, part of me is like, I can't look at them badly because they figured out a way to make money very easily. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you're watching YouTube videos and those ads pop up with like people that have no, like no shirts on and they're like, Hey, do you want to get like me? <laughs> it's just like, well, yes, yes. I would like to look like you, but what? This is not going to happen. This is all fake. That's not even your house behind you. You probably rented that. Shower thoughts. I don't know, Christy. Well, look, it's uh, it's it's definitely getting the sun is slowly fading out my window. <laughs> so I think uh, I think uh, yeah, I think we're inheriting your hurricane now. Oh yeah, because the window's right there. Yeah, it it looks like the beginning of the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> it's a twister, but um. This was a lot of fun. I uh cuz we wanted to do this in person, but you know, I uh well one, it's hard to get just schedules to line up. And then two, my place of work is currently I have to two week quarantine because someone tested positive at where I work. So, really? yeah, so um without no. without saying where I work, uh just cuz I don't, you know, I don't like saying it because I don't want anything because I say some weird crap on this podcast. I don't ever want it to come back and haunt me. Um, but uh, so they closed down that location and uh, everyone has to self-isolate for two weeks. So, but again, I don't, I don't like, I don't have COVID. You know what I mean? Like I haven't been tested, so to speak. I've mentally tested and <laughs> I don't have it, you know, because I am a germaphobe. So, but um yeah, so that's why I was like, all right, let's just do this thing over over StreamYard and it'll be the next best thing. So thanks for coming on. It was a pleasure. And we'll have to, uh, well, because, well, your mom wants to do a podcast. You know, I'm doing a podcast oh with, um, with uh, for the 100th episode. I figure this is uh, like a cool way to commemorate 100 episodes is it'll be uh, my, my mom and dad. Yeah. Right? Like that'll be cool, especially when they're dead. Oh my god. <laughs> like what like like when they're dead and gone, be like, oh, let's pull up that hundredth episode and listen to it and cry. Why, Lanta? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when will be the hundredth episode? Huh? When will be the hundredth episode? I just released episode what which one did I release? I forget what episode I released. It's closing in on a hundred, so mm-hmm. yeah. So well, I'm I, excited for you and my mom to do one because that will be so interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the funny part is it's, I'm a little hesitant with the mom and dad one just because, mm-hmm. you know, I, um, they know me in real life. And I mean, you know me in real life, but, you know, yeah. they, like they really know me in real life. <laughs> and I am very introverted unless, mm-hmm. unless I have a microphone in front of me. So it's going to be a weird kind of getting over this hump of, oh, wow, all of a sudden Eddie talks. Yeah. So got to get past like, that. Where is this 
coming from? Right? It's like, why don't you do this more often? It's just like, mom, dad, I don't have a microphone in front of me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah. And then doing it with Stacy and I got to do it with, uh, that one is going to be, crazy. I got to do it with everybody. I got to do it with everybody. Danny, I got to do one with, cause you know, Seriously, like I really believe everybody's interesting. I don't think there's a boring person on the face of this earth, except Kaylee. Kaylee's pretty boring. <laughs> Kaylee, if you're listening, we love you. But you gotta you gotta spice it up a little bit. No, I think she'll uh, in four years, I think she'll be I think I think that'll be oh, yeah. it'll be Big a, time. I still open her up. Oh yeah. It'll be an Aladdin reference. It'll be a whole new world. <laughs> But yeah, so I got to get everybody on. But I think, well, hold on, because I just want to make sure. Let me see here. You are, I think you're family member number four that's been Ooh. on. So you made it in, well, first you made it in the first 100 episodes. Um, and you made it in the first top or, or the first five family members. So it was Kaylee's been on, Brooke's been on, and then uh, Nicole. You, you know Nicole? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Nicole's been on. So yeah, you're number four. And then I think Stacy will be number well, it depends if Stacy comes first or if mom and dad come first. So either way. I love doing it. It's just it's a it's it's a good way to reconnect, you know. I'm glad that you love it. I strongly recommend maybe you should do a podcast. Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't know about that. No? Nah. No? You don't want to nah. do like a a podcast dedicated to what you do on a day-to-day basis like your like your job my podcast would be like um and then um and then one time uh and i think uh okay it would be way too many ums and hmms and okays which i know are not good well that's funny you should say that and we'll and we'll we'll end it with this i just uh did a podcast with a guy named brendan in canada and he is uh, his, his his YouTube channel, which has like a few thousand subscribers. It's it's growing. It's called Master Talk. He's a public speaking educator. And this dude, the way I when he was on, I was like, it's so weird the way you talk. It sounds like your life is scripted, and you know what word is coming next. Versus people like me who have to go um uh like we have to we have to make it up as we go. It seems like the way you talk, everything is ready to go. And you're just barreling through it. And he was like, that's an interesting way to put it. But I don't, yeah, it's, it's just the way I think. I don't, I don't have to pause and go, um, and, uh, but he has techniques and stuff that we do in the episode. Cause I was like, dude, you need to help me, man. I like, I, I, I want to fix how I talk, but then part of me doesn't part of me wants to keep it because this is me, you know, it's, if I try to fix it, that's not, that's not me. You know, it's, I'm trying to be something I'm not. So I don't know. Be proud of your ums, is what I'm saying. Be proud <laughs> Be of those proud ums. Be proud of your ums. Be proud of your ums. That's the that's my 101 for today. <laughs> it's perfect. Cool. Well, hey, st- uh, stick around because I got to do that screenshot I was telling you about. But uh, we're going to end the episode okay. here. Ladies and gentlemen, Christy Charlebois, right? Charlebois. Charlebois. Because a lot of people will probably look at it and go, Charlie boys? As always. As always. But, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Love you. And I uh, can't wait till this COVID shit's done so we can, we can hang out again and, and, and do something. 
I don't know what we can do, but we'll do something. Go to a movie, but we can't do it right now because there's no movies. Deal. Deal or no deal. All right, guys. Bye-bye.